Good morning, everybody. You're listening to Perfect Organism, the Alien Saga podcast. This is Patrick Green, and on behalf of myself and J.M. Prater and the rest of the Perfect Organism family, Clara, Michael, and Dave, uh, we would like to be the first to wish you officially, hopefully, a very, very, very happy and very exciting and very scary Alien Day 2018. Uh, This year, there's tons of stuff going on. And um, before we get into the review that this episode is about, I just want to briefly uh, mention that you should make sure you swing by perfectorganism.com slash alien day to see a full list of all the activities that we have planned. We're going to be doing stuff basically every single hour for the next, like, 14 hours today. And um, there's stuff going on all throughout the alien fan community, um, of course, on the on the official alien social media page and elsewhere. And uh, so there's a ton going on today. And, you know, look us up on Facebook and get notifications and... Um, be sure not to miss anything because the the whole fan community is mobilized and ready to do some awesome stuff today. So uh, we are getting things started off this morning with a review of the awesome new game that uh, 20th Century Fox has put out, which is called uh, Alien Offworld Colony Simulator. And um, there's quite a lot going on with this thing that I'm going to get into, but before I do... Uh, I just want to talk a little bit about the basics of it and where it kind of fits into the history of gaming uh, vis-a-vis the Alien universe. So looking back, we've seen kind of every single genre of game you can really think of in Aliens. You know, you've had the sort of the shoot-'em-ups, the arcade games, you've had the, uh, the, the platformers from, you know, the Sega Genesis sort of era, you've had uh, tower defense games in the early 2000s, and you've had games like uh, like Aliens Roguelike from independent publishers that are awesome and actually, I think, spiritually kind of similar to the Colony Simulator. But that being said, the Offworld Colony Simulator is very much its own, its own thing. But because it's such a unique experience, I think it really fits into the lineage of these very experimental, very cool alien games. Um, I, uh, I was lucky enough to, to be able to test this before it released. And uh, it's available right now, though, uh, as, as you're listening to this. It came out one minute before uh, midnight uh, of uh, Alien Day, so so you should be able to be- access it right now. And I'll give you more details on how to do that at the end of this, but the basics are go to alienuniverse.com, and they'll walk you through it. Um, so before we get any further, the, the gist of this game is that it's designed for Alexa-enabled devices. So a, a brief overview of that, what that actually means... Alexa is sort of like, you know, Siri to Apple. Alexa is Amazon's Siri. It's its sort of personal assistant that uh, provides all of these different app integrations so that you can use it with different devices and it will do everything from ordering a pizza to trading a stock to turning a light on to playing a RPG-like alien game on the internet. Um, it's really cool and it's, it's, a, it's available on kind of a wide variety of platforms. Our family Alexa device is actually a, a very humble one. It's a Fire TV stick, which is like thirty dollars, um, and is I have to say it's kind of awesome. And we're, we're not sponsored by Amazon, so I'm not getting anything for saying that. But um, I, I do recommend you pick it up because it's a good streaming device. But uh, the, the sort of the showcase, like the flagship product for Alexa devices, would be the Echo, um, and then there's also the Echo Dot, which is kind of a smaller Echo device, and the Echo Show, which has a screen built into it, but the idea is that you can play this across a pretty wide variety of platforms, and there's many more details on how to do that uh, at AlienUniverse.com, so definitely make sure you check that out, uh, because the game is certainly worth playing. (laughs) 
So what exactly is the Alien Off-World Colony Simulator? Uh, I have to say, it, when I first fired it up, I kind of had no idea what was happening. I, I don't use Alexa that much. You know, like, I, I basically, I tell it to play music pretty frequently, and sometimes I'll have it, uh, you know, tell me if I need to wear a coat when I go outside. But I've never used it for the sort of interactive experience before. And I was blown away, truly blown away, by how fluid of an experience it is using this purely vocal interface to talk to this, like, machine um, and play a game that was unfolding in a way that felt very quickly very real. So the Offworld Colony Simulator is an RPG-like experience where you are navigating a uh, this simulation of a Weyland-Yutani space colony that has been put into a security lockdown. I'm not going to give too much away about the story, and they're actually, surprisingly for, you know, an Alexa game, is actually some story depth going on here and some things that I don't want to spoil. But the the initial outset is uh, you're being put into the security lockdown situation and you're simulate you're doing you're performing a beta test for them of this simulator, uh, which is like a security testing mechanism. Um, and uh, the idea is that you're supposed to be teaching the AI that's running the Wayland Yutani systems to accurately simulate uh, what people do when they're faced with insurmountable challenges, so it can ostensibly, you know, the company can make better, safer terraforming colonies. Whether or not you trust them is a separate issue, but, you know, there's there's always that. So the, the way the game starts is very mysterious. Basically, you know, you say Alexa to trigger the device, or if you have a, a fire stick like we do, you press the microphone button, and then uh, you just you, you issue a command, so you have to make sure that you say Alien Simulator in the command. So you say, you know, open Alien Simulator, and then it, Alexa will just start talking to you, and this game will just kind of unfold. And and it becomes very much a dialogue, like you're sort of going back and forth with uh, with Alexa. So before we go any further into what that feels like or what the mechanisms of play are, I'm going to play you a little bit of audio that I recorded of myself actually playing this tonight. Um and uh, so you get kind of an idea of what it feels like. Ten cycles remain before quarantine. Oh, Here shit. in the corridor, there's a door on the north wall. You notice a loose floor tile. You can go south, open the door, or search the tile. Which would you like? Search the tile. You find an item stockpile. You can take the medikit or take nothing. What would you like to? Take the medikit. You take the medikit. There's nothing left in the item stockpile. You can go south or open the door. Which do you do? So the first thing you notice when you're playing it is that there are no visuals, and it's funny at, at at the very outset of this, it's sort of you're sort of like, what? How am I, how is this going to work? And then immediately you go into kind of like Dungeons and Dragons mode, and you just sort of use your imagination, and it unfolds very quickly. I personally found that using um, a pen and paper system was really helpful. I'll, I'll get to that in a second, but you know you can also just kind of close your eyes and visual and visualize what you're doing because there's nothing to look at, which is sort of nice. Um, you are allowed to perform certain actions in the face of certain events. So you can go, for example, east or west, you know, depending on where you are, north or south. Um, you know, you can try to bypass a security door. You can search mysterious floor tiles for inventory. You can perform a lot of the things that you would perform playing a game like, um, you know, Bioshock, for example. Uh, but in instead of doing it in with a graphical interface, you're doing it with this sort of audio interface. Um which is surprisingly good, actually. It works really well. Uh, you are also presented with additional challenges, like sometimes you have to answer 
trivia questions, which is really fun. And they're not that easy. Like, they're, they're not sort of the run-of-the-mill, you know, like how many crew members are on the Nostromo. It's like, you know, it's like questions you have to kind of, like, stop and think about from, um, and, and not just from the tentpole movies. It's from some of the lesser-viewed me- uh, members of the franchise, too. So that was uh, enjoyable. And also, there are, you know, going back to Bioshock for a second, there are clues throughout left by others who have explored this in the past, which I, again, will not get into, that hint at greater things going on and sort of throw you off um, and provide potential clues or potential red herrings. I don't know. you got to figure it out for yourself. But uh, but you start... A story starts to sort of emerge from it. Um, and there's also, of course, as you would imagine, uh, some xenomorph issues that pop up from time to time. And it's funny, like, you would think that having this Alexa voice, which again, sounds kind of like Siri, you know, she's very kind of, uh, a very kind of neutral sounding. You would think being told by a, this sort of robotic voice that you are being hissed at by this, you know, the inner jaw of a xenomorph, um, would not be scary. And it is because it's getting so intense because there's this great system in place where you have a diminishing inventory, um, or rather, you have a limited inventory, diminishing health supply every time you get attacked. You have a, a finite amount of resources. You have, and to, actually, I, I think personally, one of the best mechanisms at play is that you have this um, diminishing count of cycles before quarantine. So basically, every cycle you get is like another step you can take. So you can make an action, but that will deplete a cycle. And um, you start with 40, and it goes down surprisingly quickly. And there are ways to sort of you know, get that number back up again. But at the end of the day, uh, you are really pressed for time in this. And so you start making decisions pretty quickly. So even if you're graphing it all out very carefully, and even if you know the exact coordinates you're at, um, at a certain point, you're being pursued by Xenomorph. You know something's going to happen. You have four moves left. And you have to start taking chances. And it's really fun. I found myself sort of pacing around, you know, in circles trying to figure this out and, you know, scribbling like a madman on the... Uh, on paper, I'll, I'll put a screenshot up of my notebook on the on our on our website at uh, perfectorganism.com/slash/alienday, so you can see how insane this got. Um, it's very very fun. It's very intense, and it's very quick to play. You can start over again easily if you need to. It's something the whole family can play. Like for example, I played with our four and a half year old for at, probably at least an hour today, um, and he had a great time with it. And he was talking to Alexa, and he was like getting up and running around, and you know we were pretending we were being pursued. And you know when we would run into a dead end, you know we'd both sort of scream in uh, in agony. And uh, it, it was it was a really fun, really imaginative experience. One other thing I want to say is uh, it's very worth pointing out that the data pad. Is, is a really useful resource. So at any given time, you can just, you can issue the command open data pad. Um, Alexa pronounces it data. I say data. I don't think it matters. It, both both of them work. Um, so you open up the data pad and then you can get, you know, your current statistics, like your health and your inventory, um, your, your cycles before quarantine. You can get an idea of uh, where you are, like your, your actual map location, which I used probably way too much because I just, I'm apparently spatially inept. Um, but the data pad is just a great resource to pull up to figure out where you are and where you're going. Um, I have to admit something. Uh, I, I played this for quite a while today and yesterday, and uh, and I never made it past the first sector. I don't think this means that it's necessarily an impossibly hard game. I think it means that I just <laughs> suck at it. <laughs> um, but I can 
promise you that I'm going to play much more throughout Alien Day and into the future because it's it's a lot of fun. And I do feel like it's something that I can get. I'm just personally really stuck with some of the keypads right now. So if anybody uh, has any luck solving those, please send me uh, you know a message. Uh, send me and Jamie something on uh, Perfect Organism's Facebook page and uh, help us figure it out because it's a freaking awesome game. And I look forward to playing it for a very long time to come. So, uh, again, this has just been a mini-sode to kind of warm things up for Alien Day and to get you this review because I really recommend that you go to AlienUniverse.com and you um, get hooked up with this game and figure out a way to make it work on whatever devices you might have because it's completely worth it and it's, uh, you know, free and it's a very minimal investment. Uh, the learning curve is very, very quick and uh, and it's genuinely fun and harrowing and it feels like an Alien game. And what more do you want? at the end of the day, right? So again, happy Alien Day, everybody. Uh, this has been Patrick. Jamie will be back on here shortly. We have a ton of stuff going all day. We got films. We have, uh, you know, T-shirts. We have giveaways. We have all sorts of stuff happening. And uh, check in with our Facebook page for a full list of updates. And as always, enjoy Alien Day. Enjoy the saga. Enjoy the franchise. We are blessed to share it with you guys and to be a part of this incredible fandom that's coming together to celebrate this awesome holiday. And uh, we cannot wait to see what else everybody has planned for today. So talk soon and have fun. Bye. For more on this and our other projects, please visit www.perfectorganism.com. If you'd like to join the conversation, find us on our closed Facebook group, Building Better Worlds. To support the show, please consider visiting www.perfectorganism.com forward slash support. We've got some great perks available. And as always, please consider rating, reviewing, and sharing the show. We can't tell you how much your support means to us, but we can hopefully show you by continuing to provide better, more ambitious, and more dynamic content for years to come.